Let's get a check on the flow of venture capital, see where it's going and what kind of startup activity we're seeing. Jeff uh, Grabo is America's venture capital leader at Ernst & Young on the phone from San Jose, California. Jeff, good to have you here on this Friday afternoon. Tell us what you're seeing when it comes to venture capital activity. Well, we had a great and really strong third quarter. Um, you know, 2017 is on track to beat 2016 and to be one of the strongest um, years or in venture capital activity. So that's um, really good, and it's being driven by several um, trends. You know, it's never been cheaper or easier to start a company, which means, you know, the top of the funnel for companies seeking to enter the venture pipeline has never been stronger. Um, there's, you know, incredible industries that are being disrupted. You know, technology has broken outside of its vertical stack and it's impacting, you know, financial services, healthcare, insurance, transportation, and many others. And so that's, and that trend has a long tail on it. And so that will continue to have an impact for quite some time. Um, you know, we're also seeing a lot of these industries that are looking to be disrupted join the venture capital process in an attempt to uh, harness innovation. And so that increases the funding level activity that uh, is available. You know, it's. Oh, you know, let me just jump in, though. We're going to talk a little bit later on about how um, family offices are competing with private equity firms when it comes to making investments in companies. Are you guys seeing that equally in the VC area? Well, we've seen in a zero interest rate environment, we've seen all kinds of asset classes participate in the venture capital process. And, you know, really what they're doing is they're seeking more yield and what they're having to do is assume more risk to do that. And it seems like we've seen a revolving door of asset classes that do that. And when one asset class invests through that thesis, another one, you know, steps in. We recently have seen private equity mutual hedge funds. Now we're seeing international interest with sovereign wealth funds mm-hmm. and others that are dropping you know, they're looking to to um, place massive amounts of capital. I know, everybody's seeking yield, more yield, and more yield. Uh, What does it do, though, for you guys, the traditionalists, I would almost say, or or for those folks who are the traditionalists of the VC industry? Well, one impact we've seen is over this prolonged situation of, you know, more companies entering the pipeline, lots of cash, low liquidity, is there is a large overhang in the venture capital process. And EY did a study, and we found that in one venture generation, the population of private venture-backed companies tripled. And so that's... Wait, say that again? Say that again? What was the finding? So in one venture generation, so Mm -hmm. in one cycle of a fund, the population of venture-backed startups in the United States tripled. Hmm. Almost 18,000 companies. That's a lot. That is a lot. And so we've been... We think that's something to watch very closely Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you look at the venture ecosystem, it needs to have... It needs to be in balance. It's got capital raising by the by the VCs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dry powder. There's a lot of money that's been placed. We've had low liquidity. You know, one of the solutions we talked earlier about how these other industries are looking to innovate. One the interesting thing was in 2016, it was the first year that non-technology companies bought more VC-backed companies than technology companies did. 
So part of the solution to innovation for some of these non-traditional industries that are being disrupted is to acquire venture-backed companies, and that will hopefully bring more buyers in to help bring liquidity because we need to keep that ecosystem flowing. Right, because you are seeing a lot of startup companies staying private much longer, and I think part of it is that there is so much money out there to play around yeah. with. Yes, it's, it's a much easier process to raise capital in a private environment than it is to go through an IPO. You know, we think VC and we always do think kind of high tech, you know, the next Ubers of the world. Where are you, though, seeing um, maybe some interesting activity among um, where VC money is going, like interesting trends that maybe aren't in the headlines? Well, it's interesting. Today, you've seen companies that are, you know, 20 years ago, a venture-backed company, most people across the United States wouldn't think about that. But today, you've got consumer-oriented companies and companies that have a technology wrapper around them in financial services that are in healthcare that people you know, in the Midwest know about and use, and use every day. So it, that's, that trend is a long-tail trend, and I think we're going to continue to see that, and it's, it just started. So this technology enablement of businesses. And so in, in some of the industries we talked about, you know, financial services, healthcare, transportation, you know, those industries, and there's many others that will come down the pipeline, I think, in the future. Yeah, kind of interesting. Um, you did see, say, uh, or I see in my notes, business and financial services, the clear leader from a dollars invested perspective in terms of where VC money is going. So that's where we're seeing the bulk of it? That's what we did last quarter, yes. Okay. What about current quarter? Is that continuing? Well, it's early in the quarter, so it's too early to tell. We're going to be running up against the, uh, you know, the Thanksgiving and the Christmas holidays. So um, venture capitalists are teeing up deals that they hope to close before we get into those time crunches. But I think 2017 will continue to show uh, a strong result. And, you know, with these mega round of fundings that we're seeing, yeah. um, you know, those, you know, we're seeing, you know, the $100 million and above rounds where in the old days, $100 million was an IPO. Now it's a funding. And, you're seeing, you know, billion-dollar rounds being raised, and you get a mm. few of those in the quarter, and that definitely that can really move the needle in a sector. Yeah, no doubt. Jeff, thank you so much. Uh, Jeff Grabo, uh, America's venture capital leader at uh, Ernst & Young, joining us on the phone from San Jose, California. All right, you are listening to Bloomberg Markets. For those of you listening on Bloomberg 1061 Boston Newberry Port, Bay State Business with Peter Barnes, Tom Aroni, and Pat Carroll is up next. Bloomberg Markets continuing on all of our other local stations and Sirius XM Channel 119. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Quick check on the markets, folks. Just about uh, three and a half minutes to go until the closing bell on this Friday. 142 points higher on the Dow Jones Industrial Average. S&P, we're looking at a gain of about 10 points. And the Nasdaq is up about 20 points. The Dow, the outperformer on a percentage basis. That equity index is up six-tenths of a percent. We'll get more on those closing numbers for you. Also, a look at some of the movers and shakers on this Friday. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio.